Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Dynasty the Podcast. Uh, I just want to take this time out to say thank you whatever for taking this time out, whatever time it is for you, wherever you're at. I appreciate you. Um, it's going to be a nice show. Great show, actually. A lot of information, a lot of different views that I have on stuff that I've been seeing and watching, sports. Um, yeah, so we're going to start off by just, you know, Congratulating on Kansas men's basketball for winning the national championship for college basketball and the girls South Carolina um women's basketball team in college. Congratulate those two teams. Um I'm gonna start off with the Kansas Kansas um winning. Um just a quick review on that game. I thought that Kansas did they just did a great job of just just being more tenacious, like like they just had more on um, fire throughout the game. Um but North Carolina I just felt like they did have better exit than they were playing. But it just at the end it came down to, you know, who had the best players and I think Kansas that's why they pulled it off down the stretch. They ended up having the better players. So yeah, just congratulate to them. I didn't you know like Bill Self, I actually think he's actually one of the best, one of the top coaches. Um, he's I think this is his second championship, if I'm not mistaken, second or third. I can't remember. I didn't do the um stats on that, but yeah, I think it's his second or third championship. And I think he's like underrated, kind of like everybody else is in front of him, but he's in the top tier. I guess you could say like he gets overlooked a little bit because he don't have all the big interviews and how he talk. He just real like. Okay, yeah, but but congratulate to him. Um, they pulled it off. Um, North Carolina, they had a chance. They was they 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 kept control of the game for a lot of the game. So that's a tough loss for them, especially down the stretch. It was it was it was they had it. They just like I said, better players. Um, for the women's basketball. I thought it was crazy because I I knew um I think I knew South Carolina was favorite to win, but that's like one of the first championship games that I would see like like UConn like they didn't look like they had the better players. You ever seen like like when UConn used to lose if they lost they lost like one one or two points, or they just didn't play well. It was just something that like you know X is the old wide they might got out coached like, well maybe not. Gino is pretty good coach, but. I think his time's catching up the um the girls over there as far as the coaches, they over there doing their thing and a lot of them learn from him, so it's just good to see that those girl female coaches are doing an excellent job of um taking their game to the taking up the, the females game to the next level. And I I really do think in the next five like I s I don't wanna shortcome them but for people to realize it might be happening now, but to people to realize, I'll give it another five years for people to really see like, like how how athletic the girls are now, and they and they definitely quick now. Like I the the guard, the guard from um, South Carolina really like wowed me just by how fast she was and how quick she was getting to the basket. Like it's not that much difference from her and the men's. Like that's how quick she was, and I seen like. A lot of highlights of like girls in high school just dunking, like coming off the rim on you. So I like to see. I love. I love what I'm seeing in women's basketball. I love how they're um 
how they're evolving, I guess. Um, I definitely feel like, you know, me from me being heavily involved in, in sports and coaching and whatever you might call this media space that I'm in, um, I definitely see myself, like, gravitate towards the women's basketball a lot in the near future. Um so yeah, that's pretty it, man. Pretty much it on that. I just I was excited. I liked the both games. They were both super fun to watch, and that's that's part of that's how March Madness usually is. And um, yeah, next year will be another fun one. I know everybody gonna be waiting for that. It's a lot of you know a lot of um, moving pieces when it comes down to March Madness. So everybody be excited around that time. Um, transition into that from that. Um, I wanted to, um, today's going to be pretty fun. Um, I'm going to do my mock draft for the NFL. Uh, I know, like, I'm not like, this is coming from my perspective. I was the GM. So, you know, I know people might like, oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, but this is what I would do. Not what Bo Smo or your favorite, um, mock draft people on TV that been doing it for 40 years, like. I actually wa I used to watch the whole entire draft from from start to finish, and I used to watch definitely leading up to. I used to watch all the mock drafts and stuff like that. Nowadays, I don't watch it like I I don't even I can't even say I watch these people like because some of them just stupid. They get all the information from people that don't know what they're talking about or just not even don't even never even play. Like if NFL needs scouts. Tell them to holler at me. I know they pay some decent money, man. Tell them I'm available. I know you got to be a full-time job for me, but let them know that I'm available. Let them know, you know, if y'all listen to NFL, ESPN, whoever got the flood, put me on, put me in. That'd be a nice little check that I could collect for, for fun, you know. So if you listening to why I'm picking these players, just understand I'm not going off of free agency neither, like, I always feel like the young people coming in, especially the top four rounds, one through four, could all end up being starters just based off them being faster, better, stronger than veterans in the NFL. Even though I know NFL is ran like a a real business where however much you get paid is usually how much you gonna be playing. So when those guys sign a big contract and then you got a fourth rounder come in, he probably had a little issues. Like getting in trouble, you know, you know, getting in trouble, like you know, breaking curfew, smoking, whatever he did to um drop his grade, or people overlook him, or over, try to over out overshadow his shine, or whatever it may be. Those guys come in and dominate camp, and they should be starters. So, like I said, one through four, this is the first round. This is um based off, and I always try to get like a like the way I did it. It's gonna be um this player that's. It's already ranked high. Like, I just picked from the, the top ranked highs. I know it's going to be people that's overlooked, so don't get mad at me. But, yeah. Going with number one pick. <clears throat> if I was the GM for the Jacksonville Jaguars, I would I would like Jacksonville to pick um, Evan Neal. Um, I think, like I said, Alabama, to me, like, you ever see, like, um... How you how you Alabama football players from as far as tackles, running backs, um, wide receivers, cornerbacks, linebackers, basically any skill position at Alabama except quarterback, 
if you get them in the if they're rate if they're graded out in the, in the first round, that's a solid pro probably for ten years. Like no matter what, it could be he's a solid pro for ten years probably. Like the only recent like real bust that I could see that was like top five was when Trent Trent Richardson was like drafted third or something and he just flated out like first round first. He 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 flunked out very quick and early. So I ain't I think he's still playing professional football, but he didn't he didn't um measure up in the NFL. So that's the only thing I could think of that was just a super bust in my eyes. But yeah, first first pick will be Evan Neal. The reason why I think I think they need to bolster their line. They're a terrible team. Um I don't care if they just drafted a tackle last year or the year, whatever they might think they got on O line ain't good enough. So and I they drafted Travis Etienne last year and I think him and him and um I forgot the quarterback name. Trevor Lawrence. I think they're gonna need a they need a tackle. They need a solid tackle. He graded out he grades out as a as an A prospect and I think he gonna be there for ten years. And I think they need it. Even if they got a tackle they think it might be a future, I think he gonna help them in the long run. He gonna bolster their line. And you always start your you wanna win, you start you build from the line down. And that's how I'm gonna be drafting these players. Um Lions, I'm gonna go I think our Lions, okay, going to the second pick. Lions have the second pick, and I picked Kyle Hamilton for out of Notre Dame. Um, I think just just overall tape, or just even the you know, I, I can't say I watch Notre Dame game every every week, but just how his his skill set, his size, his speed, his overall playmaking ability, the way he tracks the football in the air. To me, it's high high level, and it's hard to teach that. I just remember like, like, it separates the DBs. If you can go get the ball in the air, like you literally go attack the football in the air, that's gonna have your draft stock through the roof. And I think him being able to guard the best player as far as tight ends, and and being able to come down the box and tackle and if you have to flick him, like he could probably, he probably could cover a couple um slot receivers and stuff. Not not the super super fast guys, but you know majority of the slot receivers he could cover, and he and he'd be solid. And he's gonna be a he's gonna be a starter from day one. I think the Lions just need playmakers like that. They don't have, they seem like they don't have enough of those for some reason. They can't keep them on their team or just can't develop them, but. Kyle Hamilton should be the number two pick because he's probably the best player in this draft. He she probably should be number one, but you know Jacksonville need just they just need some toughness over there. They just need toughness, and they got to get them a tackle. So I'm gonna leave that as that. And I and I don't think they're gonna ever draft like safeties or quarterbacks number one, even though they might grade out as the number one players in in the draft. But yeah, Kyle Hamilton number two to the Lions. Um, Kayvon. Thibodeau, I think I want to say Thibodeau. I want to say that's his name. I don't want to. I know it's Kayvon, the, the DN, the, the uh, outside linebacker from Oregon, the edge guy from Oregon. Um, Kayvon, I don't want to say Kayvon. It was Kayvon. And um, I think, like I said, I, I picked Kayvon to go to the Texans third overall. Um, I don't want to. Is, 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 is J.J. Watts on the team? I don't know. Well, I thought they need, I know they need a new... 
they need to fresh people on that defensive line. And outside linebacker is always a weakness for I don't know why. It's just they always have a hit and miss. They always have that hole over there. They need somebody over there. And I know people are gonna be like, where's um Aiden Hutchinson? I don't think Aiden Aiden Hutchinson is gonna be he's not that good to me. He played in the Big Ten. He don't look that explosive to me. You know, he might have a good motor. He might be a solid player, but I don't think the consistency is going to be there for him. He's not a J.J. Watt type of player to me. He's not like even his brother. Um, I don't think he's like those guys. I don't think he's like even the Bosa's. Like, he's not even at that level. Um, um, okay, who's who's who plays for the Chargers? The Bosa who plays for the Chargers to me is not that good. I want to say that is Nick. That's not Nick. Well, that's... One of the, the Bosa that plays for the Chargers, because I don't remember their first name. I just know their last name is Bosa. Um, and I, it's not because I don't watch. It's because I just don't care. But um, <laughs> I just go off with how that see was played, who, who, and what number, whatever. I don't have time to remember their name. But the one that plays for the Chargers is not that good. And I don't even think Hutchinson is, is, is on that level. Because Wichita is a good, great passer, but he doesn't do good at run to me. To me, his brother who plays for the 49ers, that Bosa, he's he's legit. He's a he's a five tool defensive lineman. Like he can do it all. So he Hayden Hutchinson doesn't catch my eye. He doesn't jump off my screen in the in the end of the and the conference he played in to me is not that high level. It's like what, Ohio State, maybe Penn State. Give you a run for your money, but usually Penn State is not super athletic on O line. I don't know, so I don't know what to tell you. He might have beat them, and you know, so you might not see him in this. You gonna see where I got him. So yeah, K one showed me tremendous like speed and and upside and ability. Like it's 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 it pops out on my screen like. Even though he played in the Pac-12, I, I always see, like, these guys come. They could develop. I feel like these guys are develop. They're going to develop into a bigger player, especially if they could coming out of these places. So, he's my third pick. Um, My fourth pick, the Jets have that. And I'm, I'm, I think they should take Derek Stingley Jr. from LSU, the cornerback from LSU. Um, The Jets, to me, they just – to me, they just haven't had a great cornerback. I, I think, I think he's. I didn't know. Um, Ahmad Gardner could have easily been picked fourth, and he might even get picked fourth. But being that LSU is known for having great DBs, it's been like they always like whoever could be coaching over there, and it's been about the same. Chuz, I think, and the coaching, I know somebody who coached DBs over, who who helped with that LSU over there. So, and I and I just feel like what he showed on film as well, and just them being known for having solid. They like they like Alabama. Like Alabama, you get a cornerback for Alabama, you get a cornerback for LSU. You're gonna get a ten year solid player, even if he's not a superstar. He's a solid player. He could develop into something, you know. So Jets don't have a lot of those type of players. So I just think he's gonna be. He need they need play they need starters they need guys that's gonna come fill in right now and I think they need to draft him, um, and you know he might and Gardner might have a a, a little bit more upside but he also played for Cincinnati and Cincinnati 
toughest game was like they had like two tough games last year. So you never know. LSU play Alabama every year, so you know what that meant. Auburn every year, so hey, you pick you you pick and tell me. So I'm going. I'm just going to go tell the Jets to pick him if they listening. <laughs> if they want a solid guy over there, um, they picked their quarterback last year, and they need definitely need to focus on on their back end or their defense because this is a passing league, and if you ain't got no DBs to cover, you gonna get your ass. Whooped. Don't care who your quarterback is. So y'all get with the program. Um, the next pick is the Giants, and the Giants. I think the Giants should pick Charles Cross for Mississippi State. Again, they decided that they wanted. They, I never thought Daniels was going to be a good quarterback. <laughs> I know the the NFL is kind of sad that the league is getting to be more black quarterbacks, and I'm hate to say it like that, but that's what it is. And they becoming more athletic and stronger, faster and better, and just we, you know, how it go. Like, and then you know that I guess they wanted a throwback type of quarterback. I guess he showed. A, they, I don't know what they seen in him, but he didn't show that great. He didn't show that great of ability in college, and it's kind of showing now on right now. So if they want to help him, help himself. They need to bolster his office in line, and I think that's Charles Cross is going to help them, and they need it. And they got Saquon, and they want Saquon to improve. They need to bolster their line and continue to keep bolstering it until they can get it right. So, yeah, that's who they need to pick. Um, I don't want to butcher. I know I might butcher some of these guys' names. I'm not going to call myself an expert pronunciation person, but I'm going to try my best. Um, Number six, the Panthers pick. They got I, I got them picking Ekum Equan, Ekum Equan. I don't know how to speak, say it, pronounce the name, but the tackle from um, NC State. Um, I think the Panthers, the Panthers are in the division with the Bucks, Saints, and Falcons, and they all got really good pass rush, and. The um, the Panthers just have not been that good the last few years. I'm not a big Christian McCaffrey fan, but obviously he keeps getting banged up. So I just think he needs some more big guys in there. And if they want to go with that, that go with that boat with him and ride that horse, then they need to bolster their line and they need to help their quarterback out too. So I don't think it's like super stud quarterbacks in this draft, but if why you why you building, you need to build up front. I'm very big. I'm very, like, I don't care what skill guys out there. If my O-line or D-line is sorry, those are the guys I'm picking first. I don't care who you might be. You might. I need the, I need the big boys. I need the, I need people that's going to be slapping. I need people that's just physical and nasty and, and tenacious. And they need to start up front. And Panthers, they need to change their attitude or something. Cause they in a tough. They they playing Brady and they playing um James them over there at the Saints, and they better come have a better attitude about winning next year. So yeah, you are gonna go with that guy, go with that tackle over there from NC State. Um, the seventh pick, <clears throat> like I said, the Daniel Jones need a lot of help. And with the seventh pick, the Giants have it. They they coming up again, and I got them picking Garrett Wilson, the um, wide receiver from Ohio State. I would have put Jamison Wilson 
at this position because I thought he was by far the best wide receiver. Like, hands down, he's the best wide receiver in the draft to me. His speed, his catching, his clutchness, everything. You can name it. He he got the whole complete package. I think this guy is like, he's a, to me, he's going to be a superstar in the league. He remind me of like, you know, when Jamar Chase was coming out, he didn't play for a whole year. And like, people was like, oh, he's going to fall off. But he give me that, that, that you can't teach the, um, the play, playmaking ability he has. And, and like, well, I'm, I'm talking about James Wilson. I got Gary Wilson going in seven. But the reason why he's not getting picked is because he got hurt. And I think the Giants need help now. And I think Gary Wilson is the next complete package. Um, So I'm going to talk about James when it's his turn. Sorry for falling off like that. But, I mean, getting distracted off what I need to be saying. But, yeah. um, Garrett Wilson, Giants. Giants need help. They need, they need, they need speed. They need help. They need help on the outside. And he need weapons. Daniel Jones is out the door. So he need weapons. He need alignment. He got a running back. I'm pretty sure they'll give him a nice tight end somewhere. Or they already got one on the roster. And he shouldn't have no issues of why he's sorry. So give him all the tools he need. Because this is last year to prove himself. And I know all the people in New York feel the same way. <laughs> um. Yeah, eighth pick the Falcons have, and I got him them picking Ahmad Sauce Gardner for Cincinnati. Um, the Falcons they in the division again. They in the division with the Bucks, the Saints, Carolina, and they gotta cover some 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 real wide series. The Goodwin, uh, Evans. Uh, I mean Godwin, not Goodwin. Godwin, Evans. Um, yeah, we got some guys over there. Pitts from um, yeah, yeah. They they drafted Pitts from um. Falcons drafted pitch last year, so I think they definitely need to go defensive back this year and, and get a nice – I think he could end up being top two or three drafted this – this this um if they could get him at eight, I think that would be a great steal. So, yeah, got them drafted him. At number nine, I got the Seahawks drafted Aiden Hutchinson. This is – to me, this is more of – what they need. I think Seahawks need a lot of pieces now. They got they lost a lot of guys. They lost a lot of their veterans. They lost a couple of veterans, I see. Not a lot a lot. I don't they lost Russell Wilson, they lost uh Wagner. Those two guys were their their quarterbacks for both sides of the ball. So they need new blood. They need they need a new face. And if he slides down the nine, I think that's gonna be a steal for them. Because just based off like popularity and, and, and you know, some 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 real um just a player like he he give me Pete Carroll vibes, like Pete Carroll player vibes, you know. So I think Pete Carroll would be excited about having a guy like that in the locker room. If he was this fall that low and you know, or stay that stay like that, I think he'll be a good fit. I don't think he's gonna be there. All the mock drafts got him listed as like a top three pick. But in my eyes, he's not a top three. He's that's not he don't jump off my screen, but this is what I would do if I was drinking. How I would be ranking these players and what I need. And I don't not talking about free agency. I don't care about that. These guys free agents for a reason. Either was not good enough or they was too expensive or whatever it may be. They wasn't. They we need new blood in the building. So this is my opinion of these. This this what's going on. Um, at number ten, the Jets have it, and I got them 
picking Tyler Linderbrum from Iowa. And I might have butchered that guy's name, but his first name's Tyler. And he, he went to Iowa. And a reason why I got him, the Jets picking him, and I think the Jets, again, will go like this. They could easily go like they need probably a running back, but I they, like y'all y'all know the NFL nobody drafting running backs in the first round too slick, and I don't see nobody grading any running backs out in the first round, so I'm not gonna just make them reach a ten to get a running back, but they can bolster their offensive line. So they could they could use a tight end as well. Listen from my eyes, from me looking, they need they needed they need a a stud tight end, but I think they could get a tight end in the second round. And they probably are going to get a tight end in the second round. But definitely, since that all them positions, I don't see them. I think I got them. Yeah, I got them picking a the cornerback and with number four pick, which is a great pick. If you think about it, if I got them picking a the tackle at 10, I think this is this is A plus picks for these guys. These are these are starters. The the new they have a they they just they just drafted Zach Wilson. Um, they get him another tackle. I think they got him a tackle last year, but they get him another tackle. They help him out on defense, on cornerback, in the back end. Wide receivers, he could easily go wide receiver. I could easily put Jameis. I started to make him get drafted by them, but I don't know if they really. I think they will help them if they help him with protection. Um, what Zach Wilson needs is protection. He needs to be able to set his feet. He needs to not be running around like a chicken with his head cut off. I think he has the ability to throw. He remind me of like, he remind me of like when I'm, I'm not gonna say he remind me, but he just need to be more calm. I think he's a little overhyped. Zach Wilson was definitely overhyped to me. Like how he good he looked throwing in shorts and no pressure and no real yeah that shit. And then where he played at BYU and the amount of the people he played against. I didn't think he was overhyped a little bit, but to me, he he's he he doesn't seem like he's not confident. I like the fact that he's confident in his ability, which makes it halfway like you might have a chance. You know, the NFL can hype you up. The quarterbacks barely get hit now, so if you find the right, you know, get the right offensive line, and right coaching. He's in New York. I don't know. I, 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 I guess they was thinking how I'm thinking now, but hopefully he gets it figured out because he he can't throw. He can't throw. I give him his props. He can throw. I don't know if he's good at throwing it to his teammates, but he can throw. And, yeah, that, give, give him a tackle. Help him out. Um, Number 11, pick. I got the, it's the Washington Commanders, I guess. Yeah, I'm about to say the rest of the Washington Commanders football team. I got them drafting Jameis Williams, Williamson. I think that's his last name, Williamson. Jameson Williams. And the wide receiver from Alabama. I was just rambling, on, rambling on about him in the beginning, when I, um, but let's go right into it. I think this guy is a stud. I think this guy is a top four talent. If he wasn't hurt, I think he's in that. Because if you just look at the resident, Check the stats of the wide receivers coming out of Alabama in the last shit since Julio came out. Just start from there. Just check them all out. Everybody that went to the league got drafted first round. These guys are pros, professional 
Bart's professional catchers. Like they don't they didn't they don't come in this bitch playing when they come from Alabama as far as wide receivers. So you get this guy, even if he hurt, even if he play half a year, whatever the case might be, he gonna help you in the long run. He gonna be a ten year starter. He gonna get thousand yard receivers. He especially in the beginning of his career. That guy's gonna be a stud and he's clutch and he could catch and he's I don't know what to explain it. Like this year, if you watch any Alabama games, did it Alabama? No, Alabama didn't win the championship. But he got hurt. If you watch the championship game, he they probably would have had they probably would have won if he played. You know what I'm saying? Like every game he he literally, when it was time to um separate or make that play, he got the ball. Number one, I always just sit there watching. Where's number one? As soon as I thought it, boom, you see him flashing on the screen. So uh, I hope this helped him, like, booster him back to where he need to be because it's very disrespectful that they got anybody in front of him. But I hope he get it. I hope he get where he needs to go. Maybe not. Hey, it might fall. It might help him because I know good, great players want to be on winning teams. So he might go to a team in the mid-15s and he might bolster them up to a championship contender. You never know. So whatever God got in store for him, I hope he get bounced back from that leg injury and and do his thing. <clears throat> um, number twelve pick, Vikings. The Vikings. I got the Vikings drafting Nicobe Dean, inside linebacker from what well, linebacker from um Georgia. Now, what I get consider. When I was doing, like, who's the top inside linebacker, it wasn't that many inside linebackers. So, like, people didn't grade out a lot of inside linebackers in the first one. I won't say it ain't none, but they didn't grade them out. But when I got to the Vikings pick, all I could think of is they got a few linebackers, like outside linebackers type guys, and, and you know, even if they play inside a little bit faster, solid, they need somebody that's just, like, that's going to bring that toughness. And, I'm, and, I, and you know, I just think of Georgia linebackers, like, for a long time, the inside linebackers just being top, top, like, tackling machines. They known for that. They known for having that linebacker in the middle that's going to slap you in your face. Like, them in Alabama, they have that that prestige about the linebackers inside. So, Vikings, y'all need a stud inside linebacker, and y'all need to bring some toughness, and I think that guy right there is going to help y'all. And Kobe Dean's gonna be the perfect pick if y'all if y'all need y'all need a linebacker y'all could go cornerback but i don't feel like the cornerback at that position is you you draft the best player available and at a need and i just look at it like y'all need an inside linebacker y'all need help with y'all run y'all need depth you know y'all need that so yeah definitely y'all getting the kobe dean at 12 um texans Number 13 pick. <clears throat> I got the Texans drafting Drake London, the wide receiver from USC. Um, Yeah, the Texans, they need a lot. They need everything. <laughs> but like I said, if they if they capitalize on their drafts, um, if they they draft if they go off what I say and they draft K1 with the third pick and they come down here. Thirteenth pick and draft Drake London. I think that's solid. Those are A type players. They're A. Kayvon could easily be an A plus player, and 
and I'm, and a lot of people have Drake London actually being since he's actually healthy and coming in with no major injuries like James. They got him as the some people have him as the best wide receiver in this draft. Him and James being one or two, and and I think him get him at thirteen if he's still there and them needing wide receiver, them needing every position probably including quarterback. I don't even know they might they end up might even getting I ain't gonna say they gonna get Malik, but hey, you never know. They say they like David Mills, Davidson, whatever they Davis, David Mill, whatever you call him, whatever his name is. But yeah, they need to get him weapons. Um I guess you could say they might need a tackle, but I think all the and from my drafting, I think all the top tackles are about gone. So I think they'll wait to the second round to get one. If they didn't get one out of the three, I think they did. Like I said, they go off what I do. They need a skill. They got they'll get a solid, they'll get a top end player, which a lot of people think Drake London is a solid like a ten year starter in the league. Like grade him out as like a ten year solid starter. And I think that would be a good first-round pick, first round for them. So that's what I'm going with for them guys. Um, The Ravens, I got them taking in the 14th pick. I got them picking Jermaine Johnson, the um, defensive end, outside linebacker for Florida State. Um, This guy actually watched a lot of his games. I think the fact that how much he's improved – Showed you how much upside he actually has. And I know he got, I feel like he got one of the top um, defensive line coaches out there in Florida State. And he's going to come in ready to prepare. Because if you do, if you just go off track record, you check out all the defensive linemen that come out of Florida State. No matter what round they come out in, if they get drafted, nine times ten, they're going to be starters. Because they know how to play in the NFL. They know what to do. They know how to position. They know how to. Do you look at Johnson and his film? He's a technique. He's a technician. Like, he, he gets off blocks. He knows how to control gaps. I just think that's a Raven-type player at that position. He's versatile. He could, play, he could play three. He could play five. He could play nine. He could come outside and guard some of you, you know, in, a, in a heavy packages, guard them tight, the tight ends and, you know, three tight, tight ends for me. Whatever it might be. He he can help the Ravens. The Ravens need help at that linebacker DN position. I feel you know they lost Judon. They lost a lot. They got they had that that number ninety nine guy. I can't remember his name. It's Oka. I don't want to butcher his name. They drafted him last year, but if they draft Johnson this year, I think that will bolster their youth for real and solidify their rotation if they get Johnson. So yeah, they need to, they need looking or you know they could easily go wide receiver. But what wide? If they need if they draft the wide receiver at 14 for the Ravens, it gotta be somebody that's 4-2, 4 3. I'm talking about with legit hands. Like, so yeah. If if Jamison Williams is still there, which I'll be like, I'll be shocked if he's there at 14th. I would tell the Ravens to get him for, for Lamar because with that speed, that was a little and hands, because he got hands and speed, not just a burner. I think no matter what, by the end, like the year, the Ravens will be full stride. Then. If they could get James, if he falls that low, I hope, like I said, I would like, like, hey, hit or miss, like, I, don't, I think he's going to bounce back from the injury. So I don't know, you know, injuries are not that deep as far as 
in somebody's career. So I hopefully, you know, not the um, redraft, but yeah, Jermaine Johnson will be the 14. Number 15 for the Eagles. I got them drafting defensive tackle Trayvon Walker out of Georgia. Um, the Eagles, the Eagles. I feel like they need to um bolster their defensive line. Um, a lot of the times last year they 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 did they the Eagles the Eagles um playing style is like that physical punch in your face style to me because they the coach wanted to run the ball they got Jalen Hurts which is a they did a lot of RPO stuff and and I think on defense. They had a lot of injuries in the back end. I think they're gonna get a lot of defensive backs back. But I didn't see you no, know, I didn't see I think they need to bolster their, their um their their defense interior defense. I would say get an inside linebacker as well for them, but I don't know who will be there for them to pick that. That's like you wanna get the value what are, you wanna get value at your pick right there. You drafting fifteen, you wanna get the best available, I guess. And I think Walker going to be the best available. I loved it. I love Georgia's rotation. Georgia had a sick defensive front. Like they they starting they starting eleven on defense could all be in the NFL. They I trust. I got a lot of the Georgia guys getting drafted from the defense coming up, but they 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 worthy of it. They were solid on the back end. They were solid on defense. And yeah, yeah. That that would be a um. Draft pick for the Eagles, that's going to help bolster them on the defense side. It's going to bolster their ratings on the run game, definitely. And, and like I said, again, DB's back for them. You know, Eagles, Eagles, Eagles in the mid. They in the mid. They could easily go up. They could easily go down next year. They could easily be drafting in 28, 26, whatever they might finish. The Cowboys are not that great to me. So, yeah, it could easily be better than them next year. So, yeah. With the 16th pick, I got I got the Saints drafting Andrew Booth Jr. from Clemson, cornerback. Um, the Saints, I just think they're getting a little old in the back end. They need some youth back there, and I think this is going to help them. I think they're wide receiver. I would, like. Skill guys, both sides of the ball, they need help a little bit, I think. Yeah, and I think probably by offense available and what they need to help them. Like to, you know, I always look at it like this. They might, I think the Saints will probably need, as far as 16, they might go with like a wide receiver or, or an offensive lineman. Or inside linebacker, maybe. Just based on what they might need. It might be an inside linebacker, but this is what I see. They might they that will help them in the the game the like wherever they drafting, this will help them beat the other teams. I think they need cornerbacks because who they're playing. They're gonna play the Saints. Look, the Saints play Carolina Bucks, Carolina Bucks, and Falcons. Twice a year, and they need to be able to cover, and they need cornerbacks. They need safety. They need these guys, and I think he's gonna be. He's a good pick for them. He's a solid pick. He went to Clemson. Clemson DBs have been graded out as a type players for the last ten years, and don't don't 
Might as well keep keep that train rolling with like that. Yeah, he's I got them picking them sixteen. <clears throat> um, number seventeen, I got the Chargers selecting Jordan Davis, defensive tackle from Georgia. I think the Chargers, the Chargers could go offense, but I think they focused a lot on offense the last two or three years, and and the Chargers lost a lot of defensive players last year to free agency. So I definitely think they need some youth. They need youth on the um far as they need youth on the defense. And I think it's more front seven help. I would say they also need inside linebacker, but I could say a lot of inside linebackers have not graded out in the in the first round. It's like maybe two that graded out in the first round. Unless you want to move it outside linebacker to inside, depending on how these guys are thinking about it. But I ain't got that depth. Like, I ain't got the coach's film that you'd be like, hey, this guy could transition. And I ain't, I ain't got that film that these so-called professionals have. But I'm going off the stuff that I actually could watch. But, yeah, I'm definitely going to go with the best available probably. And that's, like I said, Georgia got a lot of, to me, NFL-type players on their defense. And Jordan Davis is ranked pretty high in all the – um. This analytical stuff, and I got that'll be a good fit for them. It's gonna bolster their defensive line. Um, I'm a big Derrick James fan. They might need a cornerback, but they might probably get this guy like on. Chargers have a decent back end, and I think they could get a a cornerback in the second or third round. That's gonna help. Like they got like a Sante Samuel, Derrick James, like all these guys are on that defensive line, defensive um, back end. And they might need one or two more drafted, but they don't have to be a first pick. I think them getting a the first round defense alignment will make that like all the stars they got in the back end help bolster their stars on the front with Bosa. I know they got some other guys up front. I don't want you know, they're gonna be all right. They've been drafted pretty high with defense alignment too, so they know what they're doing over there. They know what they're doing with the Chargers. Now they know how to draft, so that's what I just said, I said Jordan Davis would be my pick. At 18, the Eagles are up again, and they got them. I got them drafting Daxton Hill out of Michigan, the safety. Um, I just I talked about it before. I just think they need help on defense. They they need help. They need help on defense. As far as like to me, the Eagles won't go far if they don't have a better defense. Cause they all they'll be in, they'll start the games. They'll be like. They'll be getting beat in the first half. And it's just based off just not playing tough defense or even getting off to a fast up offense. But usually be defensive stuff, little stuff. So some youth to help them. Some top-level youth will help them on defense, I feel. Just bolstering them in their rotation and stuff. And they definitely need help on the back end. They, their safety, safety is a position that they need help with, for sure. Um, At 19, I got the Saints picking Chris Olave, wide receiver from Ohio State. Again, the Saints need to help Jameis. Uh, I think he's one of the faster wide receivers in the draft. I I really picked him because of that. He got decent size, but I know they need some speed for um to stretch the field. They got Alvin Kamara. They got... um. 
Michael Thomas coming back. The other guy, number one, I can't remember his name. They got him like six round. He had a great, he had a decent year, especially when James was playing. He had a good, he was having a good year. Um, he was coming, he came on, and I just think they need another guy. They need one more guy, and they'll help Jameis. And you know, Taysom Hill, I guess. You know, they they got weapons over there at the same. They'll be they're gonna be alright. They they add another if they add a weapon, and they add to the help their defensive. Um, they help the like we get the corner. I told them they'll get the cornerback and they get a wide receiver. I think they need them skill guys because of who they're playing against. They are gonna need these skill guys to play against Brady them. So yeah, for sure. With the twentieth pick, I got the Steelers picking. Malik Willis, the, Liber- the quarterback from Liberty. And a lot of, like, probably everybody's probably got him going to the Steelers. But he easily could be, somebody easily could bump up and get him a gravel. But I don't think, I don't think the Steelers are going to allow that. I think they're really invested in getting him because they just lost their quarterback. And I don't think they feel like they're that far off from winning. They can probably pull like a um, Russell Wilson if they, cause they they love that. I know Mike Tomlin loves his defense, and I think he think they can win. So they get a quarterback, groom them, groom them, groom them for the future or or this year, or next year, and they should be back rolling to being, you know, considered top some of the top, being the top. And you got to think about it like Steelers are in the division with the Bengals. The Browns and the Ravens. <laughs> so shit, whoever the quarterback for the their Steelers is not looking it's not looking like you're gonna be considered the best quarterback no time soon. Like who who you gonna say you, you gotta come prove whoever coming in that division, man, that's gonna be a hell of a de- that division for the next ten years is crazy. Like who? Like, 15 years, if they keep all the quarterbacks, like, every year, them guys, them guys is all in the top. You can arguably say that all three of those wide receivers that I, that on them teams can be in the top five, hands down. If you really go off, like, the last five years, you got to put them all in the top five. Lamar Heisman Trophy, former Heisman Trophy, former MVP, Deshaun Watson, Heisman, out there. Deshaun should have won Heisman. If he didn't win Heisman, I'm pretty sure y'all think he won Heisman. But Deshaun Watson, Heisman, should have won. Clear, $230 million, man, 50. You know what I'm saying? This is these numbers. Like, I'm just talking about numbers. Like, Joe Barrow, number one overall draft pick. Um, National Championship in college. You name it, like these guys is high level winners, like they own that. So whoever <laughs> whoever the guys that's gonna be quarterback for still is good luck. Cause everybody in that division has a proven commodity. Like these are proven guys. Like these are high level guys. These are winners. These are not this the alpha to the the alpha, the A plus. So it's that division shit. Shh, not looking too good for the Steelers, man. And, and luckily, they actually have like a seven teams now in the um playoffs. So, hey, it's pretty cool that that actually happened now because now four teams from one division can actually make it now. And um, it allows like, cause usually like the sorry team, like 
Like the Cowboys be getting in the playoffs based off some eight and eight shit, and they sorry as hell, and don't even be deserving spots. Like, how you make the playoffs at seven and nine? That was like Washington last year before that. Like they don't need people like. So yeah, they needed the extra team. It really should go off. Your, your, it should go off. Should go strictly off your um record, so we could get the best um playoffs. It don't even matter because I feel like the division thing is to make people feel good about. You know, it's a money thing to me. But hey, y'all know I don't run the NFL. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, yeah, getting a little getting hyped. Season long way long way from y'all. With the um number twenty one overall pick, I got the Patriots, and I got the Patriots selecting Devin Lloyd, the Utah inside linebacker or linebacker. Um, I think the Patriots need some, definitely need some influx of youth at that position. They're very big on. They always been big on dra- drafting good inside linebackers. But I think the guys that they have are a little bit long in the tooth or just, you know, just not productive as they used to be or they don't flash as much. It's just like they're giving me old people vibes over there. They need some some thump, some freshness, some some aggression. They could easily go drop DBs, but track record, I don't think. Um, they could easily draft the cornerback at this position. But track record, I don't think he's going to draft the one. He likes to get his cornerbacks later in the round because it, he knows skill is developed, and you can draft a six foot three, four four running cornerback in the sixth round, and this guy probably been overlooked because of the school he goes to. So, I know Bill Belichick understands that, and he prides himself on coaching DBs because that's what his, that's what he do, and when it all said and done, that's what he used to, used to do, and. He might still be doing it over there. So, you know, I ain't going to tell him he's going to draft a cornerback out of um, getting out of place. He's going to draft what, what he need. He could either draft a tackle if it's a good tackle left or, yeah, I don't say tight end. That's not tight end. He, got, he just signed three tight ends. Yeah, wide receiver too, but wide receiver is hit and miss. Um, I don't think he want no more slow wide receivers on his team. He better not drop nobody slow. It's like he need a, if he could find, like I said, Jameis Williamson. That guy is um a steal. So if he fall or any kind of thing like that, and he twenty one, he better get him. Um, that's the only guy I could say that if he fall. And the Patriots could get him over like far skill. They need to draft him. But I don't think he's gonna get that far. Especially after listening to this mock drop. If you listening to me, you gonna you gonna you gonna drop some stud for your team. You're gonna get the right fit. Some of y'all be dropped listening to some dumbass people in y'all own organization, but hey, that's not me. That's not me to judge. <laughs> but yeah, Devin Floyd. That means Devin Lloyd, I'm sorry for butchering your name, buddy. But Devin Lloyd, Utah. Um, linebacker to the Patriots. Yeah, twenty-two pick. I got Traylon Burks, Arkansas wide receiver to the Packers. This is pretty easy. Why I think they need to get him. Just you know, he's a big, 
he he basically like the the same type of attributes. Um, the guy that just left, who just left, um, the wife said just left the Packers. This guy basically got the same like characteristics and traits and type of style. And I know the Packers probably going to draft the wide receiver in the first round. They have two picks. And this this guy will be a perfect fit for him to take 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 the place of the guy that just left. Um, Adams, sorry. Couldn't come to me too fast. But, yeah, Traylon Braves takes Adams' spot. And, yeah, Aaron Rodgers keep on going, keep on pumping. Even though I think they're going to drop him down a little bit, not have Adams, he's still going to have the um, weapons to be a top five quarterback, definitely. So, yeah, got them picking him. Number twenty three, I got the what um out of Washington, I got Trent McDuffie going to Arizona. Um that's cornerback from Washington. I think Arizona pretty much is solid on front seven, but they give me like they give me like Texas A and M sorry as fuck vibes on the defensive backfield. And I don't know why. Maybe it's coaching, but they need help. <laughs> they need help, and coach better get his mind right on that defense because you can't have all the weapons in the world. But if your ass don't know shit about defense, you you gonna be out the league, buddy. You gonna be you gonna be gone because nobody got time to be blowing t- um, two touchdown leads in the fourth quarter and shit, and 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 being in number one, number one, and number two seed. 75% of the year, and then you just drop the fucking bottom out of your season and end up like six to seven. And yeah, we got to do, you got to do better. So I'm just going to go help y'all out. Y'all better drop somebody, draft a, um, a A graded, a high graded cornerback in this draft, figure it out, maybe safety cornerback. Uh, like I said, inside linebackers haven't been graded out, it's high, but. We need to find you need to find your inside linebacker too. Um, maybe free safety. But like I said, that's why I said cornerback Trent Trent McDuffie, Washington. Um, t- going to Arizona. Um, number twenty-four. I got the Cowboys drafting Boye Maffey, defensive tackle from Georgia. Like I said, I love all the Georgia receive um Georgia um defensive players last year, especially the interior. I think uh, the whole rotation of guys that they had, they literally had like a wave of players coming in and out of the game. Like, and I love that. So I definitely feel like, like, yeah, whoever, when them Georgia guys getting picked, <laughs> especially from the defensive side, they like that. So they going to be on there, man. They going to be good. They going to be all right. Cowboys, go go do what you're supposed to do. Go draft the best available defense alignment and help bolster your defense. And this will go well because you actually have a great inside linebacker now. It's proven. And he could go play out. He actually could play anything on the field. He could play anything on the field. So help your help your young guys out. Keep 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 on adding. Keep on adding to it. And you did lose a couple pieces, so Defensive tackle needs to be helped in your boost of your rotation. And you have an SEC Georgia player that just won a championship. It's only going to help y'all 
bring y'all back to winning culture because y'all are not having a winning culture for a long time. So, yeah, help yourself out. <laughs> Number 25, pick the Bills. I got them picking defensive end, outside linebacker, George Carliftis for Purdue. Um, this guy didn't watch a lot of Purdue guys. I just basing off needs and what I think the Bills need. Uh, I thought about it. They they the the Bills have a solid offensive line. They got a quarterback. They got nice running backs, but the running backs never get drafted in the A. Um, wide receiver. They got. I feel like they, I feel like they need another wide receiver, right? But they have a top end. They have a top, top four wide receiver in the league already. So. Okay, they have that for it's not a that's not like a guy they they don't need a super need like they don't need to go get a wide receiver right now in the first round so they can wait so I think they need to bolster their front to help their championship aspiration aspirations um they always they I feel like they always have a good um, rotational so this is only gonna help help them in the long run just just solidifying it and I think they had like. I think they had like um injury problems at the end, so they I think they need they're gonna need help. They need people to um be good on the back in the front seven. They all they're gonna get some guys from the back end that were hurt. I, a lot of their defensive backs got hurt last year, so that wasn't an issue with like them not having a tight play. They just need they just had an like, injury bug in the back end, and it's gonna help the front seven. So yeah. At number twenty six, I got. The Titans picking George Pickens, the wide receiver from Georgia. Um, I know people don't have him like graded out as like a first round pick, but they, a lot of people got him graded like high second pick. So at the bottom first, and and I'm going off what they need. I looked at the team for like the Titans, like they lost Julio. The Titans did, and I don't know if they got somebody else in the um, free agency, but if they did, it's not, it doesn't matter. I'm just talking about this is for youth. This is for the future. This is for this guy going to stretch the field. He's going to bring some speed. Like, it's going to be a good, um, good, um, good number two or three receiver for, um, A.J. Brown. Um, just to help take off the load on the other side. He, I think this guy could beat number one, beat one-on-one, um, coverage. And it's going to help him in the pro, like, you know, some guys not as good in the college, and they might be better at the pros based off the the type of player that they're playing with. Like, you know, the guys on the other side of them, this guy seemed like that's what's going to happen when he get to the league. So, yeah, George Pickens, I think he's going to be all right when he, if he was to go to the Titans. I like that pick. I like that. Um, I like the culture that the Titans have over there. So he went from a winning program to a winning program. So I like that. I like that. That would be a solid pick for them. On um, number 27, I got Georgia. I mean, ugh, number 27, I got Devontae Wyatt, defensive tackle from Georgia, um, going to Tampa. Um, Tampa, they might, they need, they, they're going to need, they need somebody, they need people up front. They need um to help bolster their rot- rotation. I think they need, Office to tackle a little bit more, and I could easily get give you Keon Green at twenty seven. 
but I think I think they're gonna figure that out in um free agency or something. I ain't saying or they're gonna draft in a later round for the offensive tackle for the Bucks. I think they're gonna go the, the I think Devontae Wyatt will be the best available right there at that point. Like I said, Georgia, they could easily like their rotation was sick. It was sick. So everybody coming off the bench, starting, whatever you may have the position you might have had, you was a stud. So I just feel like the the type of um skill set and level that these guys are, once they get around this culture like like we get an, the the Bucks get another defensive tackle to go with what they are already have up front will bring them back to championship rotation like defensive line. And they need that. Uh and I also think the Bucks are losing Sue. So them losing a guy like that, it's gonna not it's gonna it's gonna hurt them. And yeah. Definitely Devontae Wyatt to Tampa is a is a value pick. Is a um a booster your of your roster. On um, at twenty eight, I got the Packers picking Roger Mc McCrary, Roger McCrary, cornerback from Auburn. Um, Packers, they picked. Well, I got them picking wide receiver twenty two, but I think they definitely need another cornerback. Like I said, they easy could get an inside linebacker, but they inside linebacker is doing great, great out as high as these skilled guys do this in this draft, and I think that they they, I think they need a guy like that on their team. They need a like Auburn, even though they haven't been winning, they play against high level players. So you need people that's gonna be competing in the. They need people that's gonna compete at a high level, and. The NFC is not as tough as the AFC, so a lot of these guys could come in and start and be rotational or slot coverings or nickel. You know, I think these guys, like, he going to come in and help the Packers at a high level just based off what they're going to ask him to do. Um, so, yeah. At 29, I got the Chiefs picking Lewis Sin. I don't know how to say it. First name is Lewis. He's a safety from Georgia. Um... Yeah, Tyron Matthew, I believe he's not going to be with the um, Chiefs. This is just a, a pick where a need that you need, even though they might have got somebody in free agency, I think they need to bolster. Every time you lose, I've told you, I used to watch the um draft, and I used to just watch the whole thing, and they always to speak. Like, it's not like this anymore, I could say, because they people a lot of people just drafting. I don't know who be back there drafting for some of these teams, but they used to go off like what teams need more than anything, especially in the first round. They need what you need, the best available. Like, people wanted to win. People wanted to get the best players on their team and think about the rest of that shit after. And and um, I just remember, um, like, you know, Jimmy Johnson's been on TV for a long time. This is the um, this is the guy who coached the dog, the um, the Hurricane. Then he coached the Cowboys. Now he's on NFL Fox every Sunday talking about football and he's he's just like he always harp on like picking the best available and he's like yeah my first when I first got to the Cowboys I had to get Michael Irvin and Emmitt Smith it didn't matter who was there I wanted to get the best available player available players it didn't matter how young them guys were Troy Aikman like he didn't he say like I need the best available and I need the best then. And then, like, you, if you remember, they went from sorriest team to the best team to championship. And you never know what 
player is going to turn your um, franchise around. So, yeah. Yeah, I just had to get a little rundown spin. But, yeah, to the Chiefs, Lewis Sane, safety from Georgia. Um, yeah, that's who I got him picking. Um, at 30, I got the Chiefs got another draft pick. I got them picking Jonah Dotson, wide receiver from Penn State. And basically, this is just, like I said, this is picking based off what they lost. They lost the wide receiver. I know they got some depth. They signed some free agents or whatever. But they need that, that young, fresh blood in there. They need competition. They need to make sure the guy that's there, don't, they need to understand that. Just because this guy left, we're not going to be sitting here. We're going to put competition in the room. So don't think you're going to be, you know, they got to they gotta bolster their own roster and keep that high high um, level of competition up for sure. And, and another weapon for um, Pat Mahomes. It's never too bad, never bad, or even for Pat, um, Andy Reid. So, yeah, that's why I got them picking him. Um, at 31, I got Kenyon Green, offensive tackle from Texas A&M, going to, going to the Bengals. Now, this will be a great value pick. Um, I'm very high on Jimbo Fisher as a coach and his and him picking him picking talent. If you look at across the board from Florida State to Texas A and M, the players that he's put in the league, shit, even when he was an offensive coordinator at LSU and all the people he's helped recruit it and, and so on so on. You can go down the list of quarterbacks he put in the league. Like he got Christian Ponder to get like I said, Texas A and M, Keon Green It'd be a steal if the Bengals could get him at 31, and they need the help. I know for a fact the Bengals are either going to drop. They're going to either go up and get them a tackle or some kind of guard or some whoever's best available as a lineman. But, yeah, they're going to draft them a lineman with the first pick they get in the series draft. And if he's there, that would be a great pick. <clears throat> at 32. The Lions have the 32 pick, and I got them drafting Kenny Pickett, the quarterback from Pittsburgh. Um, I just, I'm just not a big, um, I can't remember the guy's name. That's how bad he is. <laughs> we heard the quarterback for the Lions. <laughs> I can remember his face, but I don't remember. How, I don't remember his name. That's how bad he is. Like I'm gonna remember it, but I ain't even. It's like why is he in the league? Why did he get a hundred million to get? How did he get a hundred? How did he get thirty five million a year as the play quarterback? That's how bad I can I can remember everything about him, but his name. And that's just bad. That's bad. That's bad. And this is the NFL. We got internet and all. So, hey, you know what that means. Whoever, what is Jordan? Um, golf, golf. Golf, your time's up, and you still on the roster. You got one more year, but your time is up, buddy. You is out the door. You on your way out. <laughs> but, yeah, that's it, man. Like, that's it for my own mock draft. I'm super happy I got through it. <clears throat> you know, I can always break down football. Football is fun to break down. I actually want to do... Like for my younger younger people that's listening, that's still like going through the going through the um grind of going through the grind of just trying to make it to a certain level of football. Whether you're going from high school to college or a little, 
maybe some middle school listening and you want to go to from middle school to high school or whatever it may be for you and you listening. Um, I'm definitely going to give you like breakdowns of what coaches are looking in out of players. Like not like give you a specific workout. Cause if you want to do a workout, you can always get reach out to me and we can work out. But this is strictly like telling you what they're looking for. So when you're doing, I realized when I was doing camps or, or like say I, I'll do like a camp, a day camp, like somebody come to a day camp or do FBU, whatever it may be in the past, FBU, whatever it may have been. Um, coaches, different coaches teach different techniques, right? But, but we all looking for the same thing. We're looking for certain types of way a player plays or where a player bends or the way a player uses his hands. So I'm, I like to tell players, this is what a coach is looking for. This is what we're asking for you to do. And we're going to break it down like that. So eventually I'll get to the point. I I'll, I think definitely by the summer I'll be doing a lot of football, like, down, like you know, just like breakdowns of what people are looking for. So you can help benefit you while you're doing, while you're working out, or while you're doing your drills. Oh, I remember what, listening to this podcast or whatever it may be. You get how you getting this information. Um, yeah, so we gonna look out for that in the future. <laughs> well, enough about football. We go go. We go. Um, we gonna lighten it down. Um. Oh. Well, we're going to transition from that. I wanted to um, speak about, okay, I, want, I know this is, this is running real long because it's a mock draft day, but um, I really thought I had found this TV series called The Foundation, right, on um, Apple TV. And I, I started watching it. Like, I wanted to do my one of my shows, like, yesterday. I started watching it like when I was about to watch when I was about to do another show, my show or my um the Dynasty the Podcast show, whatever, recording it. I was like, damn, I got hooked on watching the foundation. And the reason why I got hooked, it was it's so like interesting, right? Basically, it's like it's like um I don't know how to explain it. It's just like talking about cloning, um I really want to get a breakdown, but I'm just super high. I, I think I watched, I binge watched like nine episodes already. So I think I got like one or two episodes left, but it's just so interesting. Like I didn't even realize how much, like everybody's putting this stuff in their shows, right? Like cloning, um, natural order, whatever it may, the case may be. I just think people should pay attention to what they're giving us, like the information that they're giving us. It's like so many people, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, Okay, I watched I watched um the new it's like I watched so many like the movies that came out this year, the um the um Spider Man U- universe stuff, the the what's the one that I was talking about earlier before? Not this um and I can't think of what I had it had it in my head. Can't even think of it right now, but yeah, basically the cl- the cloning and 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 the oh the um the externals the externals the matrix 
Um, all those shows like that. I'm not trying to be funny, but it just make me think like some of y'all robots. <laughs> I ain't gonna, maybe I'm a robot. And it talks about uh, artificial intelligence and taking people's spirits and putting them in bodies and all this extra shit that goes on. You know, people trying to, um, it's a lot of stuff going on like that. Like, I just want to, I just, I want to like speak on the show that they're putting out so y'all can, don't let this shit go over y'all head when like 50 years from now shit start happening the weird shit. Cause you can feel it kind of like, some people just like, I don't know. I'm not like a conspiracist, but like, damn, sometimes you just gotta, if, if, um, it's like when somebody tell you a lot, if, if more than one person tell you something, usually not a lot. That's how I feel. So like, I ain't trying to say make believe is a lie, but damn, why they keep talking about something like that? Why they keep trying to um put that type of energy out like that? I don't know. So it's just a thought, just like a um, you know, just putting y'all on game about shit that's out instead of watching um. Love and hip hop. <laughs> check out, um, definitely check out the foundation, man. That was a good. It's, it's, I'm kind of hyped. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna finish watching it, and once I get hyped on stuff like that, I'm gonna watch it. But it's actually been really good. It's very good. It's like so many layers to it. They be, they be time hopping. Literally be time hopping. So that shit just had me like, damn, I gotta watch this again probably because I just probably missed like shit that I just. I didn't. I don't miss something, and I thought that was dope. Like I'll been watch something like that quick. Do I had to stop? I literally had to like say chill. I ain't gonna do a show because I want to watch most of this before I speak on it. But yeah, that's it's been good. Um, and I want to do like I got some real like some real shit because when I, I I was talking about creativity in my last podcast last episode and. You know, I'd rather, like, show y'all my creative soon besides just talking about it, like, people being creative. So, like, I think next 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 episode I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do, like, like poems. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to read off some poems and stuff. Like, I went, I was in, I'm in, I'm currently in college right now, right? Currently taking some classes. And I had, like, the English class I had, it just made me remember how much I liked it to write, like, I won't say write poems. I will say poems. I was, but it didn't teach it to us that long enough for me to really catch into it. Like to be like, oh, I love poems, but and writing poems and stuff. And when I was younger, being a poet, being a poet was looked at as like you would be looked at as probably like lame or whatever it may be. But now when I went to college, I went back to college for the second time. But just like sitting here, I'm like, damn, I can't. Re- I just remember how much I actually like doing this. I actually, I'm super easy. It comes natural to me. So. I'm kind of like, I'm finna like give y'all like some real shit, like some heart, some some fun. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be dope. Like I, it's like when you create poems and stuff, it's all it's all what based off what you said. Like my teacher was telling me that, and I thought that was dope. Him reminding me how it's just an expression of yourself. So I kind of want to just give y'all some, you know, give y'all some some shit of me, like. Write write some poems. What type of poems? It's so many different poems. So I might just do like three, four different ones, like four of them, and then just read them all to y'all. And it don't have to mean anything to you. It's just gonna be it's an expression of how I feel. Like that's what I feel like. 
I'm going to try to make it like, like open up your mind. When I do the poems, I'm trying to make it so it opens up your mind, make you think, say words that you might not be using often and get you thinking about something else, you know. I don't know. Try to try to get y'all some different energy out here. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but hopefully y'all get something out of it. Like every time I speak, I want y'all to get something out of it. I want y'all to, I want y'all to do better than me from it. I don't know when do something great. <laughs> and I'm so happy. Like I said, I love having a platform like this. Most people don't understand. Like, you can have a license to to um. You can have a license. Everybody don't have a license to kill, but a lot everybody has the license to speak. But when you speak, you better have something really to say. Or when you speak, have really mean what you say. Like, I don't know how to explain, but it's just like, do, 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 do it. Go hard. Go hard what you do, man. And um, that's pretty much it, man. I got it's, it's more to come, man. It's episode, episode five. Like this is a it's a platform for me, platform for anybody that's that's creative, that's that's shit. I don't even say creative. Anybody that's on my team that's that wanna win, that wanna come out here and do something different, you know, get with the program, get with the team. That's how I feel about this. And shout out to everybody, man. Dynasty the podcast, we out. <laughs>